Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy, Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine uh, cigars, and talk a little bit. And this week, because Game of Thrones is coming back to HBO, the only reason to have HBO, what, you have it for Bill Maher? Stop it. Uh, it is this, I didn't know it existed. Didn't know it existed until we got to Blend, and they're like, oh, you're trying this this week. The Johnny Walker White Walker Blended Scotch Whiskey. The the buy it just for the bottle. It's amazing. It's meant to be served chilled. And as you have it on ice, you have it in your refrigerator, different um, designs show up on the bottle. They're hidden designs that for, come out for when those it's cold. For those of us there who are? yeah, for those of us who do yeah. not watch Game of Thrones, what what's the tie-in? What's the tie-in? There's no tie-in. Oh, the White Walkers, right? So white label, black label, all blue label, all the things that they do, and Johnny Walker, and it's White Walkers. Those are the, the, the evil things that are coming out of the north that are now crossed uh, the wall, and, and now the big fight is on, right, in, in Game of Thrones, right? And so in the original book, right, I'm saying right a lot, which is uh, George R.R. R. Martin, it's, it's a story of fire and ice. I think that's what it's called. So uh, ice is, is the White Walkers, and fire is Daenerys Tar- Targaryen. Much, much like a foreigner Targaryen. song. Right. Thank you. Uh, and she's got the dragons, and the dragons be fire. So that's, I think that's why they do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just in it to see if there are going to be any sex scenes. Oh, there you go. I've, I haven't watched it three minutes like of Twilight. Game of Thrones. So oh, is like, that true? Yeah, I don't watch things about stuff. <laughs> so this, I don't even know what to do with that. Um, it is uh, going to have uh, flavors of vanilla. Red fruits. I'm not sure yet what they mean by red fruits because we haven't tried it yet. And orchard fruits, which is kind of an interesting way uh, to describe uh, describe uh, that one. The bottle right says there. fresh red berries. See, that, and I've got red fruits over here. Sugar. 41.7% alcohol by volume. Um, this is, remember, we're not doing a bourbon in this case. We're doing a scotch. We're doing a scotch uh, blended uh, right here. And it is served chilled. So we do have a big cube. We all uh, have a big cube just in case. But we are doing this neat at first. Oh, it's very simple. The nose is very simple, guys. There is nothing here that's going to scare you. Oh, yeah. Frighten you. It, it, it is fruity. It is aromatic. Um, sometimes you get an aromatic that's almost floral. This is not. This is fruity. It is very not intimidating. No. Unintimidating. No, this is not fruity to the, almost the point of fruit loopy. Like, it is. That's that kind of fruity. We can't compare Fruit Loops to Scotch. I'm just saying Fruit wow. Loops are delicious. Are you all right with that, Fingers? Yes. <laughs> are you okay? Sound a little rough right no, now. No, it's it's very smooth. Hold on. April's doing. She just had herself. Oh, no, no, no weird. Uh, oh, she's very pleased. The Chattanooga Chomp. Is that what you do with Scotch? Yeah. That's all right. Get you, it okay. gets you on the tip of the tongue. On the tip of the tongue, you're absolutely right. Nothing on the back whatsoever. I, I, I'm right. Fruit Loops. I'm a hun- Try it yourself you and tell me I'm wrong. You are a Fruit Loop. There is Try no it. way this tastes like a Fruit Loop. How fruity is that, though? Red berries is absolutely it. You know what? You ever have like the, the special K cereal with the red berries? That's How disgusting. About that? you, I've what? had it, yes, and they're disgusting. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it not granola enough for you? Mm-hmm. Do you need actual granola in there with red berries? No, I don't eat gluten. Oh, my oh, God. She's worst person in the world. This is good, though. It is out. You can do this. You can get in very a lot of trouble. There is nothing difficult about this at all. Um, now, a, a couple of the guys here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana, blendbarcigar.com. As it warms, it offers up new notes. 
So I'm, I am avoiding the cube. Oh, you tell me after I pour it on the cube. I'm avoiding the cube. I don't I really want see, the cube either. I, I want to see where it, chilled is. is I like it. I, like, I would it. like the idea of it being chilled, but I don't want it to be watered down. I'm, I'm with you. So I want to see where this opens I don't up. Really this look, we've had many bourbons that are far more complex and far more interesting, and 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 I'm going to say special. Um, as as a bit of shtick, buy the bottle. As an actual drink, as the scotch, in, enjoyable. You can do this anytime, you, but you can actually down this. Yep. Like you could see yourself doing two or three of these in an evening. This isn't just something you're to casually sip. Go have yourself some fun. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, you can get tremendous, tremendous trouble. So this is the Johnny Walker. Turn the bottle around. The Johnny Walker White Walker, a blended uh, Scotch whiskey, limited edition, just for the bottle. Is absolutely absolutely terrific. A got nerd. A got nerd? Is that what they got call them? Nerd. I don't know. I just, do you watch? Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do not watch. I just know people oh. say G O T, and that's what they. Do we have an idea? I do watch. Do we have an idea uh, price point on that? Uh, the price point on this. So glad that you asked. Is somewhere between uh, forty and eighty. So I think it really depends on so where the, you're the, getting. So the it. new season's coming out. Right. The final soon. season. Oh, the, the final, final season. I think there was like six episodes or eight episodes, and that's it. And I don't even think it matches the books anymore. I think they're way off in a whole new place, but they don't care. So much money being made because of this thing. Winter is coming. Winter is winter's here. Oh, winter's no, here. Winter was coming. Oh. Now winter is, is oh, upon okay. us. And I think that's the part that's the part that you missed. If you watched it at all, you would know. Had no idea. So there's a story, a study, where poor diets, you know, we talk a lot about food here, it's eat, drink, smoke after all kills 11 million people around the world, making it more lethal than smoking cigarettes. But I, I was looking at the study because it's, I think it's kind of loaded in, in, a, in a way, right? And I'm not saying that it's, it's wrong, but I can't figure out, are we talking about bad diets like Fingers Malloy eats stuff out of a vending machine for, for dinner every single day? And I'm throwing off the whole story because I'm going to live forever. <laughs> or, or is it, is it an idea of like malnutrition right if you tell me that eating a mcdonald's hamburger every day isn't good for you i will tell you it is a billion percent better for you than eating the diet in pyongyang in north korea right it's it's a much much <laughs> you shaking your head at me there april i am i think it, it, but it is so like i don't know how no, they No, you're insane there it's not a one is better than the other it's they're both bad no, they're not both bad. Yes, they are. They are not both bad. Eating a McDonald's hamburger is not bad for you? We're never going to be able to have this conversation if you can't admit that. It's an A, it's not bad for you if my option is eating the nothing in no, Pyongyang. your option is eat some fruit and vegetables. No. But the people in Pyongyang, we both agree, would be a million percent better off if they had a McDonald's hamburger every day. So you just want to be better than the people in Pyongyang? That's all you want out of life? This is the question that I'm asking about this study, about <clears throat> where the, 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 the line is drawn. I, on top line, like I think the whole thing could be damn well deceiving. It is so much better to be Sally Struthers rather than the person living on the 11 cents a day that you're sending the 11 cents a because day to. Because of Sally Struthers. Yes. Right. Um, 11 million people um, were uh, dis- disability-adjusted life years. They're called dailies. Um, were attributable to dietary risk factors. High intake of sodium. Um, three, one in five deaths. Low intake of whole grains. Two in four. 
Low intake of fruits, bull crap, one in four. I'm telling you, you don't eat fruit in your diet at all. Total myth. Total myth garbage. All sugar. I mean, if you're eating the fruit, at least good for you on the fiber, but ridiculous. You don't need it at all. No, you you do not need it necessarily. You. you need Dr. the nutrients that are in that. You do not need, uh, there's no nutrients in a McDonald's hamburger. There's You can't eat that and think that you're healthy. Of course there are nutrients in a McDonald's it's hamburger. It's pseudo beef. It's not even healthy beef. It's like cooked in bleh. And then it's cooked in wool. Just because it tastes good does not mean it's healthy. I believe that was the, the problem French. with right. the problem with health is people's health is they're not eating enough of the fruits and veg- vegetables and fruits that you're supposed to be eating. Meat should be I a very small portion of your diet. Do you believe in the food pyramid that has been? Absolutely not. That's okay. That's a crock of shit. Let Let's start with that and work our way up. By the way, that's one. Let's um. start. <laughs> let's start with. I mean, the whole conversation. We have to go to the food pyramid. No, no, no. Because if you're now going to tell me about fruits and vegetables, I'm going to tell you, you are as wrong as wrong can be. I am a guy who is overweight, and I am laughing at you weight, directly. And if you bring weight doctor, and health, I'm going weight to laugh and at health are two different things. That's Being right. overweight is not uh, does not indicate that you're unhealthy. Being skinny does not indicate that you're healthy. My brother is the skinniest person in the world, and he drinks 18 Mountain Dews a day. That is not healthy. That's not healthy. Mountain Dew is evil. Man, now we can agree on that. Mountain Dew. Is totally no. Evil. I completely agree about the fruit. When you go to McDonald's, you got to get the apple pie to be able to get <laughs> the fruit part of your diet fulfilled. I cannot have a serious conversation with you guys. But you can. But first of all, we, we should. We have to accept certain things as reality. We no. are. We are radically sensitive to the idea of 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 health. It is. There is. We're radically sensitive to the idea of being skinny. Well, no, that's Health so, is a so different di- thing. You and I are, are agreeing on this, right? The idea of being skinny is insane. I, on the air the other day, was discussing the fact that I like a woman who has curves. I do. I, these these incredibly skinny women are unattractive. Stop stop trying to sell me on it. So, by the way, ladies, you be you. I mean, that I'm just one guy with an opinion. And really, it was a conversation about biases. That I don't care what you want to say about society. It's wrong to be biased. Bullcrap. You can be biased about all sorts of things. I'm biased about the kind of doctor I choose. I'm biased about the kind of women that I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. You mean if I'm not attracted, I have to do what? There are people out there who say that, you know, how dare you not uh, ask out a transgendered woman or if a transgendered person asks you out and if you don't say yes, that's, that's, that's bigotry. That's bias. Dude, there are lots of people. I'm like, no, I have no interest. Thank you very much. It just doesn't work for me. Nothing moves, if you know what I mean. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I got biases on, on what I wear. I got biases on what I drive. I got biases on, on, on 150 different things. So, no problem. So you're saying that you like big butts and you cannot lie? I, I, well, 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 not obscene. I, I think I have a range. Not the badonkadonk butt. By the way, what was the over-under and ever hearing badonkadonk on this podcast? <laughs> What what exactly was that? Fifty years in the over. <laughs> At least she cleaned sure. it. At least she cleaned it up. <laughs> How'd she clean it up? She didn't, uh, you know, use a swear before and after badonkadonk. Are, are you supposed to? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I've never used badonkadonk. Okay, <laughs> so here's what we know. Go ahead. What we know is health. Being healthy involves not having a body full of inflammation. Things like. Too much dairy, too much meat, too much drinking, too much Hold smoking. Me the all plate. this yeah. stuff creates inflammation in your body. Inflammation is the root of all disease. So inflammation in your, in your body is giving you the heart attacks, the strokes, all this and that. And it's creating other, you know, 
What about all the people who all they eat is meat and cheese? I mean, they all that that that's like the prescribed diet. Meat that, but and that's cheese. that's full not fat. a healthy diet. Do you believe in the full fat diet and the idea? It's of full not fat? about diet. It's about not eating the things. It's about eating more of the things we should eat and not eating the thing. It's not about one diet or the other. You know, countries that eat more vegetables, uh, more nuts, more healthy fats have lower rates of death from. Healthy fats, I'll totally agree with Tony, that. Tony, I think the key is moderation. Hold on, stop drinking. Moderation is what has all of us dying of cancer and heart attacks and strokes in this country. You can't deny that that that's happening. I'm not denying that that there's a problem. I'm Everybody's deni- like, oh, moderation. That's that's a, that's a cop out. Moderate. That's an so, excuse oh, so you tell in- yourself because you're like, oh, I haven't had, I haven't had a cheeseburger today. Oh, I have a cheeseburger. I haven't Sorry, had a. So, then the so next day, it's like I haven't had a cake together? yet. No, you need. It needs to be a significantly less than it is. I don't know what that means. I don't know what significant. It is so weird. I don't have to sit here and and hold your hand and tell you cheeseburgers and cake are bad for you. This this is such. You know you should be eating vegetables. On a daily basis. I don't believe you should be eating vegetables. I've known April April D. Gregory for eight years, and it is so bizarre watching these words come out of her mouth because there was a time she would rival me the amount of crap that she would eat. She... I, we were out one night, and she right, dragged and me finally, out of a bar at one thirty in the morning because the spud truck was closing, and she had to get a two-pound baked potato that was covered with a bag of Fritos, a uh, half a gallon of sour cream, and three pounds of cheese. Is this true? It is true. And now she's yeah. all crunchy healthy. I've been crunchy healthy for five years now, at least. Do you feel better? Absolutely. Okay. I... Eat. I say that with the caveat of obviously I come here and have scotch and cigars. On Und- understood. And thank God. Moderation. And thank God. That's not moderation. This is a very tiny frame of my week or my my. Diet. I eat meat and cheese. I grew up eating bread, eating bagels, eating pasta, and I I I don't know why that was funny. I used to be in crazy amounts of pain. I don't want to get too graphic, mm-hmm. but what it did to my insides. And it was was brutal. The pain, the cramping, the the it, it was awful. Mm-hmm. And about a decade ago, I cut out bagels. I cut out pasta. I have not had as a meal one of those things, maybe but twice, three times in a decade. I don't eat vegetables as a standard. I will eat. I eat salads. But I don't eat vegetables in terms of a side of That doesn't whatever. mean you can't as- admit that you should be eating more. Oh, God, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. What I'm saying is I feel sensational every day. I have no pain every single mm-hmm. day. But if I change one of those things, put in sugar into my diet, I don't eat sugar oh, at yeah, all. Sugar I, have, I haven't lost weight from it. Some people say this is the whole keto thing and they've lost weight. Oh, I don't, I don't know what to tell those people. I haven't. Um, but I feel sensational. And so I make the argument, this idea, this this blanket statement of you should do is the biggest bunch of crap ever. And everybody who talks about it is a liar. Right. And I want to start with Jillian Michaels. But that's going back to this diet. This loser lady That's going back me. to a specific diet, though. This health, overall health means not eating sugar every day, not eating now, crap every sugar, day. Now, on sugar, you won't get any argument out of me. Sugar is the devil. Yeah. Period. And other infl- inflammatory things. You should not be. You should not be drinking six beers a day. You should not be eating wait, 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 a, a bowl on. of pasta every single day. Fingers. Did you hear those two things? What? <laughs> well, first of all, I don't drink. I really don't drink all that much. I'm a social drinker. Wait, hold on. I don't drink. 
I don't drink all that much. Well, I, I, I'm a social drinker. <laughs> well, I caught myself because I told you what I drank over my vacation. But for the most part, I will have a six-pack. That conversation started by, do you know how much a fifth of costs? <laughs> and went down from there. No, but my point is is that I will have the same six-pack of beer in my refrigerator for, for months. I just don't drink much at home. When I go out and I'm out with friends, you know, watch out. I just don't go out that much anymore. One of the things the study says is, our findings show that suboptimal diet is responsible for more deaths than any other risk globally, including smoking tobacco, highlighting the urgent need for improving di- human diets across uh, the nation. This finding suggests that dietary policies focusing on promoting the intake of components of diet for which current intake is less than the optimal level might have a greater effect than policies only targeting sugar and fat. Oh, they can piss highlighting off. Highlighting the need for our comprehensive food system interventions to promote the production, distribution, and consumption of these foods across nations. Translation, we want to tell you what to eat and we want government to force yes. it. And that's where it's over. The, this is nonsense. I, re- I won't let Michelle Obama tell me what to put in a child's lunch. I mean, she was always right about the let's move thing. I don't know why. I've said this before. The idea, the, the abuse that Michelle Obama took for let's move, this program, this idea as, as first lady that you want to get kids off the couch, was just, it, ridiculous. These people should be ashamed of themselves. It was a smart idea, a good idea. Well, except for what, the, the government dollars that were being spent, the taxpayer dollars that were being spent You on can it. always get me to agree with you on not spending taxpayer dollars. It was when she wanted to go about, you know, telling kids what they should eat and doing a one-size-fits-all meal program. That's where it fell apart because that was the the level of intrusion that not one all kids aren't the same. Well, there, there all isn't kids a, need more vegetables. There isn't a lack Sorry. of information about what is good for you and what is not good for you. When I walk into a McDonald's twice a day, I'm not thinking to myself. <laughs> I'm walking into a health food stand. I know I'm eating crap that's bad for me. And what makes me nervous when I hear studies like that and hear conclusions to studies like that. The warning bells start going off when I hear that there needs to be more government involved in stuff like that. That's a whole other conversation. No, none of us at the table want to have more government involved in what we eat. That's a completely different conversation. The the conversation is, is what we're eating healthy? And the answer is no. Too many of us blame diseases on genetics. According to the American Cancer Society, less than 3% of cancers are genetic. You know what's causing cancers? Our lifestyle. I'm, you're not going to get an argument from me. So honest, by we're, the way. you can try and justify, oh, I can eat whatever I want. The government can't tell me, and hamburgers aren't that bad for you. You can justify that all you want, but you're on a track to getting cancer or other things, and you can either choose to do something like that or you don't have but to. But the point, I have to take you back on a subject. You are better off eating a hamburger a day from McDonald's than eating the diet in Pyongyang. Why this, do you keep going back to Pyongyang? We're not in Pyongyang, of, and I, have, I want more for things, my life than to be better than Pyongyang. The one thing that is true, when you get to the idea where people put out studies and say, here's what you should eat, anytime you get to that place, it's a bad place. We're not saying mm-hmm. that we aren't better than Pyongyang, and, and why are we using that as the standard? Well, you got to start somewhere. The the, the 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 Washington Post America, talking about the fact we're better than Pyongyang. Uh, first of all, <laughs> whoop whoop. Secondly, the Washington Post talking about the fact that Mediterranean diets, which are, are healthy fats and 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 more of those things, uh, create better, healthier uh, lifespans. Right. Israel at and the top, and those people are not US dying from diseases at the rate we are. So we can sit here and, and try to 
to go away from all we want to. But the facts are the facts. If you're in a country that eats a Mediterranean diet or a healthier diet with more vegetables and healthy fats, blah, 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 your country is dying I, at a less rate than our country is. I think is. it's more of a processed food issue than meats that you're bringing up because um, the, it, the Greeks love their meat. Absolutely. It is I, absolutely more about the processed foods, 100%. That causes inflammation in your body. For sure, no doubt. Inflammation I, causes disease. I see footage uh, from Mediterranean beaches, and I see a bunch of fat asses and speedos, and it could very easily be an American. But she's beach. telling you the fat is not Those the problem. Health tourists. is it's health. Health is the 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 issue here, right? Uh, so, and I don't not, disagree with it. It's April not how much you're on. It's not how much fat's on your belly that makes you die. It's what is putting on your. I mean, that's just secondary. We live in the most nutritious moment in world history. No, we do not. Of course, we do. It's not even a question. We, having 6,000 different fad diets a year is not a nutrition. No, I'm not paying it's attention not nutrition to, to any of that. Same thing. I'm discussing the idea of the plentifulness of food. Right? It's one of the reasons. Are, are you a believer in, in this idea of, uh, uh, what they call it? not scarcity, food deserts? Do you believe in that idea of, of food deserts? I do. Right? The idea of a food desert, it means that there isn't a supermarket within a certain distance that carries certain, level, certain types of foods. Um. If you were to take a look and do overlays and take a look at where those food deserts are versus crime in those areas and other cultural issues in those areas, no one addresses that subject that the supermarket can't stay open. In Indianapolis, there is a couple that opened up a supermarket that has all the fresh this and that because they saw that there was a need where they lived. To do something about it, they got robbed twice in the first three months. So there is an example of uh, going a, a bit on, on, a, on a tangent here, that when people talk about these things, we're not looking at all of the problems, at least in the United States, that caused the lack of the thing. That said, any family that is, let's say, lower income is better off being able to get a $1 hamburger from McDonald's than not. This is why I say we live in the most nutritious time and most easily accessible nutritious time in history. We live in a time where you don't have to be starving, yes. That is absolutely correct. That, by the way, that doesn't say some people don't go to bed hungry. I totally agree that yeah. they do. Uh, different subject. Your conversation is to the idea of it's clear that some lifestyle choices will give you better results than other lifestyle choices as you finish your first Johnny Walker White Walker blended uh, scotch which is really good it is really good it's really good I, no rock didn't need it I it's, never finished a drink in the first segment yeah well there might be more like it's really good I'm telling you a fruit fruity but okay I said fruit loops how about sweet fruity as opposed to rich fruity would you go with that? Yes, I would. Ah, look at that. But it's still, li it's still light. That's the thing. It it's is light. light. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. There's nothing heavy about like, this. Please don't think that we're telling you you're going to be drinking a glass of uh, blueberry wine or something. Right. This is not a simple syrup. This is very light. It's, it's terrific. You're not wrong. You're not wrong that, that you say, hey, changes to your, your um, not going fad diet, but changes to your lifestyle in terms of what you eat will make you better off. But the, the push against, for example, meat, with Meatless Monday that you see in places and other mm -hmm. stuff, is absolute nonsense. It might make more sense for you to cut down on this and add more of that or make things more well-rounded. But I physically feel better every day of my life by cutting out those things. Oh, absolutely. So I'm not about to listen to some city government. I'm not about to listen to some study because I know how I feel. And this is why, and, and I, I mean, I, I, t I take the, the, the biggest loser chick, I forget her name, 
you know, Jillian I, Michaels. Jillian Michaels, right? As my my starting point, but all of them, none of them have the right answer when it comes to what you should eat. I, I am convinced that only you do. You know what's best. April? Now, if you want to take not April. Yes, no, you, April. You the individual. We should all be eating more vegetables. You can't stop. You cannot say that we don't know. That is how it should be. N- n- no. I don't know if that's how it should be. That's how it should be for you. For example, I eat macadamia nuts. I use olive oil as opposed to, to, to salad dressing. Um, I don't... Uh, but our nutrients come from mostly from vegetables. And I'm, I, I, I reject the idea that you don't think that I'm you nutrient need nutrients. dense. I am totally nutrient dense. I am one big nutrient. I butter all of my bread with smuckers, and I am the picture of perfect health. I don't even know what that means. Look, does the study, does this study tell you that people are eating poorly and therefore dying? Or does this study tell you uh, that they want to limit choice? What is that study? What, what is, from what we read, what does that tell you? The study is saying that people are dying by their food, poor food choices. I don't, I don't even it know. It is saying say. you can't eat like crap and expect to not get a disease. You're going to. Oh, you can't eat like crap and expect to not get a disease, Fingers. She was looking right at you when she said it. I was Snooze looking at the cheese me. plate. Right? <laughs> are, are you going to grab some more? Oh, by the way, you don't like blue cheese? Oh, I hate blue cheese. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how that's uh, possible. How can you eat wings and not like blue cheese? Because uh, I like ranch. Ugh. Which, by the way, that's a nutritious vegetable. It is. There's <laughs> dill in it. She's eating wings. Why don't you just in put, ranch? Why don't you just put ketchup on your hot dog while you're at it? Your health Sherpa, April D. Gregory. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat Drink Smoke, everybody. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. Blendbarcigar.com. Uh, uh, before anything, make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Been getting a lot of reviews. Things are building great because you've been so proactive. We appreciate it. Go now to Eat Drink Smoke on iTunes. Not only leave the five star review, but but write a review. It is key, paramount that you write the review. The more of those, the more people get to know about it. The more we grow. It is just it's it's been great. It's been a whirlwind, and it's going to continue to happen. Um, we are hopefully announcing in a couple of weeks some uh, live stuff that we're going to be doing in terms of uh, bringing people out uh, and having them uh, experience the whole Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast with us. None of that is possible unless we get more reviews and more people talking about how great the podcast is uh, on, on uh, iTunes, Eat, Drink, Smoke. And of course, like the page on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. Now, we're into the smoke part. We've been drinking, and it's very cool, the Johnny Walker White Walker uh, blended scotch whiskey. This is a Game of Thrones themed uh, whiskey. Uh, tremendous amount of fruit. Red berries, uh, red fruits is how they describe it. Orchard fruits is also how it got described. Uh, I gave it, I said it had very much like a, a Fruit Loops kind of feel. Uh, April D. Gregory disagrees, but we both agree sweet as opposed to uh, full bodied or, or rich kind of, of, of fruits. Much more sweetness. And it com- you serve it chilled. Right, and the bottle will change uh, designs when it's cold. Uh, you serve it chilled. I'm telling you, it's. I'm, I'm I have good not right now. seen the changing designs. What am I supposed to tell you? You drank a lot. <sighs> Maybe that's why you it's didn't see it. The bottle's the same. Go put it back. Maybe in the that's freezer. the key. Maybe once you start drinking a lot, you see the designs <laughs> changing. You understand how this works. We're on to the smoke. 
of, of what we're doing here. This is the Diamond Crown Maximus. That is what we're smoking right here. This is J.C. Newman. This is a full-bodied uh, pyramid uh, uh, cigar. So it, it comes, or is it torpedo? Uh, it comes in, no, it's pyramid. It comes into a tip. So when you do the cut, you don't go all the way down on this to where it matches the rest of the ring gauge uh, of the cigar. Rather, you, you want it to have that bit of narrowing. That's the purpose, right? That bit of tapering in uh, right there. When we talk full-bodied, we mean every single uh, bit of it right here. This is a uh, Sumatra wrapper, uh, Dominican in, in origin with a Dominican binder and, and, uh, and, and filler as well. Um, this will, if you're not ready for it, punch you in the nose. This also is going to have a fair amount of coffee kind of flavoring uh, to it, which is why it's a pretty good compliment to the White Walker, the coffee, because coffee, it, people don't think of coffee being, it's, it is a fruit. We're talking about that, that, that you know, how, how the coffee is originally, how it originally comes and how those two things blend up and the acidity of the coffee, it, it does match up nicely. This is not a beginner cigar. Um, it is a full-bodied cigar. It is a strong cigar. And with that taper, it's going to come in that draws a little more intense uh, coming in. Uh, April D. Gregory, where are you with this right now? How are you feeling? I'm a fan. You've changed so much. What? You have changed so much in doing this podcast and what you can handle now and what, oh, you, you, these kinds of things in the beginning? You are absurd. I'm I've always absurd. been able to handle the cigars. Not true. No. Not true. You're talking the, about bourbon. Bourbon's what I could not handle before. No, 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 no. I think, oh that, I think that you had more troubles with the cigars in the beginning than you did now. I was complimenting you. I am you. so insulted right now. I, I, I've been smoking cigars for 10 years. Yes, but not properly. Ugh. <sighs> She's counting Swisher Sweets as part of the 10-year run. She should not. I haven't smoked one of those since high school. Did you smoke Swisher Sweets in high school? Did you really? Prom night. We got some cigars. Some Swisher Sweets. Oh, cigars. that's a party. <laughs> we got some Swisher Sweets. I've never, I've never had one. I love myself just too much uh, to do that. No, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. You've never had a Swisher Sweet in your no, entire why, life. Why, why, would I, why would I do that? I, oh, lo I love me. I love me and... You know, my body is a temple. And as April D. Gregory has explained, what you put into your temple is what you get out from your temple. Literally, the the this is you, what Jesus said the in the Bible. The better you treat your temple, the more people will worship it. And your what body I'm is a for temple. Is worshipers. Is this what Jesus said in the Bible? He did say that. Did he is say that not in the Jewish the Bible? <laughs> <sighs> she can't go a week, people. She just she just can't do it. Uh, I'm a what was your week in like with Farrakhan? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> listen, I didn't want to get too political. To, can we discuss one thing really quick? Because it, 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 you mentioned Farrakhan, right? It's his fault. It's Fingers Molloy's fault. Um, so there was this clip of Donald Trump, I think it was over a year ago, referring to MS-13, the gang, referring to the gang members as animals. And, and it's back again. We're right. doing this again. So first, he's right. MS-13 members are... You're talking about raping and killing animals. children? Animals. Well, that's kind of insulting to animals, don't you think? Uh, just the same. It's a, it's, a, it's a perfect, fine, no problem descriptor. We don't need to find humanity in people who literally do not exude humanity. Right, right. <laughs> they, 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 they're totally fine with destruction. They're totally fine with killing. They're totally fine with rape. Totally fine with murder. As a matter of fact, uh, they seem to get more uh, credibility in the gang if they do more of it, right? These are, these are terrible, terrible people. Well, this quote came up again 
recently in social media, and you've got the Democratic presidential candidates, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, the rest, all decrying uh, uh, President Trump for saying such a thing. When Louis Farrakhan referred to Jews as termites, why don't we all go back through the social media feeds of every one of these Democratic candidates for president and see whether or not they called that out, a speech we shouldn't use? He referred to me as a termite. But MS-13 being called animals, that's a problem. And by the way, what the left is doing is claiming that Trump was saying that about all, all immigrants. immigrants. Which is, it's just a lie. It doesn't take five seconds worth of research. I don't care if you hate Trump. Feel free. Knock yourself out. But it doesn't take five minutes worth of research to get to the place where you realize he's not talking about uh, 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 asylum seekers. He's not talking about refugees. He's not talking about even migrants. He's talking about MS-13. But there's no, but uh, Pete Buttigieg, there's no excuse for calling somebody an animal ever. Louis Farrakhan referred to me as a termite, and I would like to know from Pete Buttigieg, the mayor of South Bend, the darling right now of the Democratic Party, when yeah. he's going to come out and say Louis Farrakhan was wrong. Well, regarding the animals comment, this is 2019, Tony. The truth doesn't matter. They're speaking their truth. Oh, and that, that, stop. That, that, that's all that matters, Tony. <laughs> I hate that if stuff. If you're going to criticize the president, do it on something that has legs. Do something with sound. <laughs> We're talking about humans' legs. Uh, find something. <laughs> I, just crack, I, just, I just think I'm so funny. Um, do it. Do you find a good reason to do it. Don't just regurgitate stupid talking points that don't even make sense to anybody. Well, we can't talk about Russia anymore, so we got oh, right. to bring up the animal comment the and, the ta- and the tax returns. So, we're just going to be bringing things back up from a year ago, and that's the new plan. Now, I want to get to the cigar really quick. I'm having a problem because I'm having a little bit of a draw problem. If it happens, do not freak out. The draw is like when you when you inhale. Remember, you're not inhaling into your lungs. You're just bringing it into your mouth. Toasting the palate is what you're supposed to do with the cigar. Um, you'll find that if you if you put pressure right on the cigar, give it a little squeeze, thumb and, and your forefinger, it'll have some give. If you find some areas that don't have a give, like I'm finding close to where the oh, taper yeah. begins. Um, y- you just, like, roll it between the two, right? You want to kind of massage that through a little bit and open it up. It's, I know, it sounds sexual, Fingers <laughs> Malloy, and you want to know what I'm doing Thursday night. I'm busy. Um, but that's that's all you got to do. It's not like you got to throw away the whole cigar. It's not like you got to demand a new one. Give it a chance, right? Uh, just work it a little bit and massage it through, and things and things will get better. Let me get into... I'm pro-cop. I just want this one fired. That's all I'm saying. I am with the police. I think that you need a a police force. I think you need a uh, well-trained one. I think you need one that doesn't create uh, work on creating animus with the citizens that they protect. Um, This is one of those things where I want to fire a cop. This comes out of Georgia. Uh, A woman is pregnant with her third child, April D. Gregory. And okay. she has two other kids, pregnant with the third one. And one of the kids, who's a three-year-old, they're in the car. Mom, I, I got to go. I got to pee. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Mom, mom, mom. And, and anybody who has kids, that's exactly what it is. So mom gets to a gas station to use a bathroom. But as has happened to every single one of us, certainly the three of us in this podcast. It happened to me last so, week. Did it? No. Oh, so, but that was you. Uh, and it's happened to parents all across America, all around the globe. Kid couldn't make it to the bathroom. So right there in the parking lot of the gas station, mom drops his pants, 
And he goes, right there and then. A cop sees what's happening, a Richmond County deputy, and cited the mother for disorderly conduct. I want to fire the cop. I don't, I don't even want to be nice. I don't, I, don't, I don't want it somehow taken away. I don't want it thrown out. I want the cop fired. I'm that irate about the whole idea. If we think a three-year-old going to the bathroom is, is, the, is disorderly conduct. You know, in New York, we have grown-ups who are urinating in the streets. <laughs> in San Francisco. Oh, in San Francisco, they're <laughs> crapping on the crapping streets. On the street. well, we have a poop patrol in San Francisco that's making six figures going wrong. Picking up the poop, <laughs> April. You know that's true, right? I bet that's a shitty job. <laughs> Good lord! This is the exact conversation. <laughs> that's the exact conversation. April, by the way, will be at the Chuckle Hut Thursday and Friday that's night. The conversation shows you were at having on your show. 10. Ten o'clock shows a little blue. Leave the kids at home. This is the exact conversation we were okay, having. Okay, do people know? So, so April and and fingers <laughs> fill in for me. On the air, on 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 the syndicated show that I have, and they're they're filling in for me, and Fingers Malloy starts telling the story about how in San Francisco they have a poop patrol, and they pay people upwards of six figures to clean up human feces, and on air, April Gregory says that sounds like a shitty job. <laughs> on air, she says that. My my board up, my producer freaks, freaks, and it, it wasn't even my normal guy. It was like a filling. It guy. was his first day hits, on the job. Hits the dump first button, week on the job. Hits the dump <laughs> button. He is freaked. Fingers Malloy looks at April and says, "You know, you can't say that on the air." And April, on air, into the microphone, in a whisper, says, "You mean I can't say shit?" On air, she said it twice. She said it. Twice on the air. So my the point of the story is, if you'd ever like to fill in for me on the radio, I'm looking for people. No, I'm totally looking for people because there there is no faith and, and no and then, trust. And then it turns into uh, you can't have fingers back because he said shitty on the radio. It, it, ter- it turns out that that's not the reason we can't have you back. <laughs> not the, you're, it's all my fault. Can we agree I to fire the, the cop? I thought the WIBC pens were mine. I'm can sorry. We, can we agree to fire the cop, please? Pretty please. Well, it, it, are we gonna sit here and just accept this? Three-year-olds are three-year-old boys are supposed to pee outside. Like, it's wh- science. It's, it's science. It's like having a, a nutritious fat diet. And guess what? You can find me every time. My three-year-old boy, I don't have one, but if I did, he would not be going and using a gas station bathroom. My child does not. I have a little girl. We do not go in a gas station bathroom. Sorry. Really? Yeah. No way. I don't even want to go into those things. They're disgusting. So People where do you eat go? gas station pizza and then they. I keep a little portable, collapsible potty in the back for my daughter. Right. And on the occasional situation where she needs, it's very rare because she has... She has incredible control. (laughs) She's like a camel. Um, We (laughs) pull... We It very rarely happens. Four times a year, she has to use that thing back there. Right. I think this has to do with the fact that too many communities in our country today look at the police force as a revenue generator... Yep. And it's just another way to uh, help meet local budgets by looking at ways to ticket citizens, you know, raise revenue without uh, passing tax increases. I was part of, uh, I was driving in a local community here in Indianapolis about a year ago. I got pulled over for, for going, on the street? Yes, for going six over. And uh, 
the officer looked at me, went and, and grabbed uh, you know, my license and registration, came back and said, listen, uh, you were only going six over. I, I hate to write you a ticket for that, but I was instructed that we, everyone I pull over, I have to write a ticket. So really? instead of giving I can't you, they told you that. instead of giving you a speeding ticket, I'm going to write you up for not wearing your seatbelt, even though you're right, you're wearing your seatbelt. They told you that, they and they me, did that. Yes. Oh my god! Okay, record yourself at all times. You have to record yourself at all times. That's insane. And I thanked the officer very much and went on uh, with my day, but thought to myself. They're, they're instructing police officers, if you pull someone over, you have to write them well, a ticket, are you, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about the uh, city just north of here that has low taxes, but has $200 speeding tickets? Not that I know about those. $240 speeding tickets? Let's just say that the speeding ticket would have been $150 for going six over, which is insane. Good Lord. The, 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 Can uh, I fire this cop, yes or no? Well, you can't, but someone should. Uh, but, okay, can we fire? Can society? It's an abuse. It's an abuse of no. power. That's an abuse and, of power. So what if the child. so so what if as we all know, there are people out there that when they see something like that, the first thing they want to do is pull out their phone and take video. So if someone takes video of this kid taking a whiz in the parking lot, and there's a cop from that local, um, you know, municipal cop watching this. Then he gets in trouble from his superiors because that video goes viral and he didn't write a ticket for that. And that's no, what he's supposed to do. No, you don't write tickets for three-year-old boys I'll peeing I'll outside. Agree, I, I give a ticket to the person videotaping a three-year-old peeing outside. Yeah, well, because that's creepy and disgusting. I agree with what you're saying. In, in a just world, that cop should have chuckled and said, oh, you know, I had a three-year-old son once and did the same thing. But instead, we're looking at cops... Uh, to, to go out and, and raise revenue any way they possibly can. And it's sickening. I, I have friends that call police who don't have as much respect for police officers as I do, call them road pirates because they're sitting on the side of the road looking to pull you over for, for a reason to write you a ticket. And if, if I, Listen, I have talked about this before. If I was the mayor of a city, I would put an end to the practice. If I was going to check speeds, right, I w- it would be a big thing. Hey, we're checking your speed. And I would, the, the signs would be everywhere. If I was the mayor, every police car would be neon orange and green so that car can be seen from a mile away. I would put an end to the practice of this stealthy police force that creates an adversarial relationship with the neighborhoods with they work, which they work. I'm not saying that it's not for the money, right? It's, it's all for the money. But I think this comes from those people who got mad at the kids selling lemonade at the local stand, there are now states having to pass laws saying kids can sell lemonade. They don't need a license. You don't have to give them a ticket. Damn straight they should sell lemonade. If you stop, if you see a lemonade stand, you should do what you can to stop. Good on them. Good on these kids. But I think you're right. Police officers should be advocates for the community they live. They should want to see better communities. They should want to work in boots on the ground in the communities, being um, a positive uh, person in the community. Like they shouldn't just be attacking us or writing tickets or blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't be us versus the police. We should all be on the same team for the good of our communities. But don't you often get the feeling it's us versus the police? Absolutely. And it should not be that way. You're seeing police chiefs getting upset with apps like Waze that tell you that there are police officers, you know, half a mile up the road because they're, they're, they're tipping people off. This is happening. And Just today, I'm driving down uh, the interstate, the 465 here in Indianapolis, and there's three lanes. I'm... And so many times I find myself speeding and I think, why am I even speeding? I'm not in a hurry. 
And so I'm driving in the left lane, going about 65, speed limit's 55. And then I see in the far officer, she's I see an officer in the far right lane going about 60 some. And I'm all of a sudden she goes across three lines and gets behind me and I'm like, "Oh god. Shouldn't have been speeding. I'm getting ready for a ticket." And all she did was suddenly move over three lanes. I apparently didn't intimidate me. I don't know. So I I get over real fast, slow down, scoot over and she just goes on her way. I'm like, what was the point of that? You were chilling, going 60 in the right lane, but you saw me and you had to come over and act like you were going to give me a ticket or something and then just keep going. And to celebrate, she drove into a gas station and peed in the parking lot. Yes, (laughs) I did. That's April D. Gregory. She's available for children's parties and bar mitzvahs. (laughs) I, the, the, the lemonade thing, the idea of, of hiding and, and trying to find people, it, it, it does. It leads to the problem, and we don't need it. We don't need it. And if it's, as you're discussing it, Fingers, all about the, 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 the revenue generation, if, if that's what it's, it's, it's all about, um, then I want to know how we aggressively put an end to that. Is this about taxation being a problem, or is this about, about something else happening, something else going on? Is this about a misappropriation a funds conversation. That's why people got to pay attention locally. You got to right. pay attention locally because this is where the grift is in. This is where the money gets ridiculous. And it's grift. Yep. It's the grift minute Can't with uh, Fingers well, Malloy. Yeah. Did you want to say anything about that? <laughs> it's well, true. <laughs> well, <laughs> every follow the money with everything. I I fully subscribe to the, to the idea that this whole distracted driving thing, while I agree, is a problem. Now we're getting to the point where they want to pass laws, uh, you know, to nail you for distracted driving. And you're going to have, you already see it with click it or ticket. You're going to have cops on an overpass with binoculars looking into you to see if your car, to see if you have your cell phone in your hand, and they'll pull you over for a ticket for that. No, they can't give you tickets. They can't. Yet. In Indiana, you cannot be texting while driving. That's what, that's what it says. It doesn't say any, they can't prove you were texting. I, I was just emailing. Ugh. Oh, that's better. Oh, no. The I was just be emailing. This. No, by the way, don't text. No, but I, what I'm saying is, they can't prove that you are texting. They can't. Te- they can't prove if they see you in Indiana. In Indiana, they can, can they see, ask for your phone? No. Wow. Well, they can't. They can't okay. prove that you weren't Tough just girl. looking at your Google Maps trying to figure out where to go. I mean, they can't okay. do. They, so, so they're not allowed to ask for your phone. So that's why. Yeah. So that's why strategically a bill like that is written. But. You're it's right. Incremental Tony. over time. Oh, April. I agree. I agree. This uh, is in, just in, the first I step. I still remember this as a kid in Michigan when they passed the seatbelt law. They said, "Listen, it'll always be a secondary offense. We'll never be able to pull you over just because you're not wearing a seatbelt." And then a few de- decades later, you got click it or ticket, where you got cops on the overpass looking to see if you got your seatbelt on, and then you get pulled over and you get a ticket for not wearing your mm-hmm. seatbelt. Revenue generation. And I, so, and back to Tony's point, what he was just saying before this was you got to pay attention locally. And so many of us nowadays just focus solely on national politics and Trump this and Trump that. Look at what's going on in your towns and your cities and this crap. Because this little crap, getting a ticket for something stupid like going six over the speed limit is more, it's going to impact your life more than whatever stupid thing Trump said this week and what the news is saying about what he said. Like, that is not going to affect your life like a, a, a stupid, it won't. Right? No, it, no, it, it absolutely won't. The, the lies told by, by and, and willfully told by people running for office and, and people who, who report on those running for office, minimal to what's happening in your, in your, in your local area. It, it really and truly is. 
It really truly is. By the way, speaking of our local area, um, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. They're in Houston, Texas. They're in Nashville, Tennessee. They're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. BlendBarCigar.com. If you're in any of those places, make sure you go and tell them you heard about it on Eat, Drink, Smoke and Indianapolis, of course. And uh, thrilled to have Fanimation as one of our sponsors. Uh, you, If you ever watch our videos... Uh, at facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. We do segments where we do video and when we, we do it live. And, and you can see the fans uh, behind me um, on, on the videos uh, that are here at Blend Bar Cigar. And, of course, we, we've got some of their, their products all around. They make gorgeous, gorgeous fans uh, for your home, for uh, business use as well. Ceiling fans, all sorts of things in styles you didn't even know were possible. Uh, and uh, thrilled to have them. Fanimation.com. F-A-N-I-M-A-T-I-O-N. Fanimation.com. Thrilled to have them as a sponsor. Very thankful. Some people have been asking, hey, can I sponsor? Um, uh, reach out to April D. Gregory, and uh, that'll that'll take care of it. Um, I don't know if we've even set you up with an email address yet. Just find her on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash April D. Gregory. Yeah. That's it. That's all you have to do. Just that simple. I want to move on to drinking. Because, I mean, we are doing the, uh, the, the, the White Walker here from Johnny Walker, and I love it. It's, this is, listen, fun, simple, easy. That's all this is. That's all, hold on. <laughs> Some commenter on the uh, page thinks that uh, your counterparts, Tony, are yeah. unintelligent and inexperienced. Oh. Of course, he also has an IU uh, uh, logo for his um, Facebook Listen, I picture. appreciate that the people so. are, are, are watching and, 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 and it's growing and people want to be a part of the podcast, but I don't think you get to be a part of what we're doing here by... Uh, telling me how other people suck you got to show how good you are you know it's easy to cut other people down what you got to do is be able to rise above the din that's that's where it's at you know bringing other people down isn't, isn't going to get you uh anywhere but cash will so there's a study a story a thing where millennials are drinking less it was a story out of the atlantic millennials are sick of drinking they're not giving up booze just yet in total but somehow they've gotten exhausted with the idea of drinking Now, one of the things I love about millennials, and I think that they are absolutely right in, is that millennials want to know what it is they're drinking, and they want it to be good. Uh, so they are drinking less crap beer. They're drinking more craft beer. They're drinking more spirits, and they're drinking more You guys more are all welcome for that. Uh, of, a, of, a, uh, of, a, of a higher quality. And what they want to know is they want to know the story, which I appreciate the daylights out of. They want to know that what they're drinking, there's some kind of connection to, that there's a reason, a story they can tell about, yeah, I drink it because of this, or here's where it's made, or here's how it got to, to be, and here's how the story of the owners, and here's the story of the distilling process. I think that's terrific, that people want to know these things, that the craftsmanship matters. Listen, one of the reasons I, I smoke cigars, it, never mind that I enjoy it, I love the artwork of cigars. I love the craftsmanship side. Of cigars, it's one of the most important things that you can discuss. And when so, there are laws that discuss cigars, treating it like uh, cigarettes, and 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 they want to regulate all the same. The FDA is completely federal uh, Food and Drug Administration is completely wrong on this. A premium cigar doesn't should not be treated like a cigarette in how it's uh, treated uh, in terms of its manufacturing process or how it's marketed. There's now this big push to market cigars the same way they do cigarettes with massive warning labels on them about cancer. It's unnecessary. It's a different product. It's inhaled differently. It's treated differently. It is different. And I don't want to mess with the artists, and I don't want to mess with what they're doing. And I think it's an offense to, to cigar manufacturers who take a lot of pride in how they make the, the, the presentation look, right? So I'm cool with millennials having this, this view. 
of how they should be uh, uh, drinking. But it's this idea that instead of, you know, drinking to get drunk or drinking uh, every night, um, that they're drinking less. And some people think it's because there are public health efforts to drive down adolescent uh, drinking uh, rates. And it's because they're seeing maybe more stories uh, via social media uh, about, you know, what, what it's done or what someone's done while being drunk or they've created some kind of nonsense video or whatever. They're like, I don't want to be that person. Well, that's a self-control issue. But I don't know if I believe that millennials are drinking less. I don't believe less. any of those scenarios are, if millennials are drinking less, I don't believe it's any of those scenarios that you just mentioned. Then what do you, th- are, do you think millennials are drinking? I mean, you're, are you a millennial? I am. Right, right on the cuff. Um, no, but I think. Cusp. Cusp. Not, no, there's no T. Cusp. Cusp. Oh, I'm Cusp. such an effective communicator. Um, so. <laughs> I'm the problem. No, I said I. I, oh. was, I was clearing myself here. Um, no, so if we are drinking less, it's because, back to what you said, we're drinking better quality stuff. So it's not like we're just shooting fireball every night because that's awful. You should stop doing that if you are. Uh, you know, we're, we're sipping on the, the local craft whiskey and the, the, the beers, and we're not just shooting kegs of uh, Miller Lite, you know? So it's, it's, we're still enjoying it. I think we're just enjoying it. Differently. We're still, we're still doing it. I, th- I think we're enjoying it more now and, and enjoying it differently, yes. Wait, hold on. Uh, wh- which one are you looking at? Bottom one. Oh, that's, that's a tobacco question. I'll get to yeah. that in a, okay. in, a, in, a, in a second. People asking questions. Well, I, but, you know, you're seeing these studies where millennials aren't having as much sex. They aren't drinking as much. Sounds like a, a real fun group to have at parties, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> the not having sex, though, has to do with... with well, maybe, see, that's just the question. The not having sex definitely has to do with society and what we've done, what, the, the attacks on men. Is, is, is the conversation about alcohol is bad for you having an effect on, on a... On a 23 year old 23 year old would be Gen Z though so we don't want to we don't want to conf- on, on a 30 year old that's millennial right yes would it, so does it have an effect on, on a 30 on year old drinking like the the, the public saying oh drinking's bad for you mm, you shouldn't do no. that no 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 I mean, people in general are trying to be healthier nowadays I think so maybe they are consuming less but like I said I think it's they're consuming better and so they're not focused on well and the other thing is in a lot of places, you can just get cannabis legally, and you don't feel as bad the next day after drinking, having after smoking weed as you do uh, drinking, right? So maybe that's another thing. I don't know. I haven't uh, listen. I, have I tried marijuana before? Yes. Did I inhale? Yes, I did. I I, I can't. I don't think I'm I'm allowed to lie about this stuff. I don't think I can Clinton my way through this thing. Um, but I, I, I didn't know it was supplanting one for the other because weed's legal. Hey, you know, I was going to have a beer tonight, but instead I just got high. I don't, I don't know if that's the way it works. Look, millennials are still drinking. And as the article mentions, we're going to the bar and we're Instagramming the pictures of our frou-frou craft cocktails and our nice glasses of wine. How do I know? Because I do this myself. So we're still drinking. Okay, so, the, so this is bunk. This is bunk. It's a bunk story. It is. That right there. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Eat, drink, smoke on iTunes right there. I'm glad we could debunk this. See, Atlantic, come to us. We'll tell you whether your stories are are worthwhile uh, or, or, or not. Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook. April D. Gregory on Twitter and everything. Uh, find it. Tony Katz Radio on Facebook as well. Fanimation. Fanimation.com. Get your fans and Blend Bar Cigar. BlendBarCigar.com. Great place to kick back and relax. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs>